again to another session of our family life series i want to thank you all for those who have been following us on the youtube channel and once again i just want to remind you please subscribe and also click on the notification bell so that you can al always get uh, a message when a new post is put on once again i welcome you and i want to thank god for for the viewers for listening for your words for the questions you've been putting in for everything that you know lives that have been blessed we want to say we want to thank the lord for it amen uh well just as my wife uh mentioned 30 years ago uh at the very beginning of our marriage uh, we sat down together and we agreed that will build a home on the authority of God's word. That the word of God will take precedent over every other counsel or voice. And that that is what will build a home on. And 30 years after, that's exactly what we've done. I want to thank God for the fruits of it. And we believe that uh, this is the way to go, especially if you're a believer, build on the word of God. Storms will come. Definitely. The rains will fall. Yeah. The winds will blow. Mm -hmm. But the house will stand. Because it is built on the rock Hallelujah. that never fails. Amen. So 30 years is it's not a joke. No, a 30-year-old no, no. is or woman, is, they are all fully grown. Yes. And lots of things have happened in those 30 years. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's from that, it's from that deposit, from that well that we're, bring, we're digging into. To, we're, not, we're not digging in. We're retrieving some things that has helped us in, in, the, in all those years. But today we have a question. Someone put in a and question. And before you continue, I okay. just want to say that, you know, you see looking very beautiful after 30 oh, years. Oh, thank you, thank you. You still looking you. so, yes, praise God. So do you. Well, You're still looking as handsome as ever. Yes. Amen. 30 years, and it's just been wonderful. Amen. Praise yeah. the Lord. Thank you for that. Yes. So the question is, should God or your spouse be number one in your life? If you believe God is saying A, and your spouse is saying B, whom should you listen to? I'll repeat the question. Should God or your spouse be number one in your life? If you believe God is saying A, maybe for example, you believe God is saying, do this. But now your spouse is saying B, is not agreeing with you, says, no, this is, the, what, this is how we're going to do it. Whom should you listen to? This is a very interesting question. Yes, very, very interesting. So you start it off? Yes, I will. Um, I think it was on Mother's Day. Mm. That must have been May the 12th or May the 13th. May 10th. May 10th. Yes. When the Spirit of God took me to the scripture, now Deborah, or Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, 
was judging Israel at the time. And the Spirit of God said to me, said Deborah a prophetess, Deborah a prophetess, that she became a prophetess as a result of her relationship. Mm. God called her mm. into that ministry. And she had because of her relationship with him. Amen. And then, not only was she a prophetess, she was also a wife of Lapidoth mm. and was judging Israel at the time. And the Lord said to me, this is the pattern. Again, uh, emphasizing some of what he's spoken to me in the past, that the number one thing is relationship. That our relationship with him must come first. Uh, with proper relationship, uh, we'll be able to hear what he's saying to us. Yeah. Relationship is the currency of the spirit. Mm. Without accurate relationship, you miss out on what God is saying. Mm. And then he said, the number two thing is your family. Deborah was the wife of Lapidoth. Your family should come second. Uh, and then, of course, your work, your ministry, your assignment should be number three. Sometimes people place the assignment as number one. So, oh, I'm committed to the assignment. When there's no proper relationship, then how do you carry out the assignment? When you're not hearing what God is saying, how do you do what he wants you to do? Just uh, must have been earlier, I think it must have been sometimes last week, when he said this to me, he said, if you do what I'm asking you to do, mm -hmm. then I will do what, what you are asking, asking me to do. Mm -hmm. He made this so simple that, look, if you do what I'm asking you to do, mm -hmm. how do you even start to do what he wants you to do when you're not praying, mm -hmm. when you don't have the relationship? And you've not even had what he wants you to do. You've not had what he wants you to do, so how do you do it? Mm -hmm. So that is where relationship is very, very important. Amen. And secondly, family. Your family is important. Don't neglect your family. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, God will ask us for how we've raised our children. Mm -hmm. And then finally, your work with God. So mm -hmm. who should be number one in your life? Your, I mean, God or your spouse? Definitely the answer is God. Mm -hmm. God should be number one. Uh, because when you make him number one, then he will help you to even keep your spouse it will yeah. help you in your home. Mm. It will help you in everything that you do. Mm. Where you make him number. And I want to end this with a scripture. Seek first. The kingdom of God. Seek first. The kingdom of God. God and, and his righteousness. righteousness. Yeah. The word righteousness there is God's right way of okay. doing things. Amen. God's right way of doing things. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. And every other thing shall be added to you. Amen. Praise God. Uh, in addition to that, thank you so much. In addition to that, you know, in God there is order. And God is a God of order. Yep. He does not do things haphazardly. Yep. Not, he's not disorderly. God is a God of order. And the order in which he has, he has done it since creation, God comes first. Yep. The Lord Jesus this part of the Trinity. Yep. So they come first. Yep. Then there's the head of the home. Then there's the others follow. Just like my husband said, ministry, the children and everything. But in our individual life, 
God comes first. Because, okay, if you say, for example, oh, if God is, if who should be number one in my life, should it be my spouse? Some have built around a human being and they've been left battered, bruised. They've made them, they've made the individual or their spouse even the God of their life. God says he's a jealous God that no, no man should, he shouldn't give his place to any other person. Yep. He, has, he has the place, he's, he's the one that should be up, uppermost in our heart. He is our number one. He is our everything. And then everything now flows from there. If you're saying, oh, man is, your, is, is, is the one that you've put above God. Your you, spouse. Or your spouse. Your spouse, you've put your spouse above God. You're going to run into big problems because your spouse Cannot, cannot satisfy you. It's only God that can. Your, your spouse cannot, cannot save you. Jesus saved you. Your spouse cannot meet all your needs. The Bible says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God is the one who should, who should be the head of everything. We, he should be number one. Not our spouse. Not our job. Not any other thing. It must be God that is number one. You said something that maybe your spouse cannot meet all your needs. He I, can't. I, I think uh, we need to look at that because I've had young girls saying, oh. I want to marry a millionaire. Yes, looking for Because a by the time with I with marry a, a millionaire, box, you know, all, er, all the needs are met. <laughs> so supposing this man actually go, I mean, this lady, or this person, you know, married a millionaire. <laughs> and tomorrow. And money will not satisfy you. There's something about that we've been created in the image of God. There's something in man that if it is not satisfied by God, nothing else. That's why people, you see them, either they go on drugs, they seek after money. There's no amount of money they have. It will never be enough. They always want more. They always want more. They're always striving after. But it is only the Lord as in our spirit that satisfies us. There's a, there's a void in man that is only God that can fill. And if we, if we are not in Christ, we'll be looking for what to fill it. That's why they look up for the richest man. Okay, if you have, that means you're not marrying the man, you're marrying the money. And money, the Bible says, is the root of all evil, the love of money. You didn't love that man, you loved the money that that man or that woman has. And that's why you got married to the person. So if you love the money, what happens if the money, money goes? No money has wings. The Bible says money has wings. What if the money flies away? What will you do? You fly with the money. That's the end of the reunion. So it mustn't be based on that. Amen. I want to encourage our viewers that uh, in subsequent episodes, we'll be looking at the issue of money, especially in relationship, marital relationship. Money, management of That's money. Very, How do you manage money? Issue in this is a very, is a major, major issue. Omega. We're still talking about that. Yeah. Uh, money can only satisfy physical needs. Yes. It can only satisfy physical, physical needs. needs. How about the emotional needs? Mm. Mm. How about the spiritual needs? Mm. Amen. Mm. How about, you know, so many other needs that as human beings, we just, uh, it's needful for us. Mm. Can money satisfy emotional needs? It cannot. Can money satisfy spiritual needs? You can't buy emotions. You can't buy spiritual things. 
Somebody said you can buy bed. Bed, but you can't buy sleep. You can't buy sleep. You know. So what do you do mm. when you seem to be going through spiritual challenges? And the money is just available, but what do you what do? do, you do? So money cannot answer all of those needs. Mm. It's only God that can meet all needs. That is why God must be number one. And in marital relationship, the Bible says, the head of the woman is man. The head of the man is, the head of the man is Christ, mm. and the head of, of Christ, Christ is God. Praise. That is the proper order mm -hmm. that God is number one, mm. and that every other thing comes under that. So it shouldn't be your spouse, it should be God that takes priority in your life. And I must say this, because if you're not married to a believer, it becomes, this will become a challenge. It will become a challenge because this will be, yes, because and, and if you're saying lead, something. That will lead to the next part of the question, which is if you believe God is saying A to you and your spouse says B, whom should you listen to? Well, if, you're, if you believe God is saying A to you mm. and your spouse is saying B to you, then it's obvious because you have made God number, number one. one. You have the proper order in your mm. home, then it follows that God should take priority in your decisions. Don't forget this. I said at the beginning of this particular episode, that 30 years ago, mm. we sat down together as husband and wife, and we took a joint decision to make God and his word the very foundation and the wow. final authority in our home. Meaning that the moment we discover something in God's word, mm -hmm. we make adjustments. The moment we find that this is what God is saying about something, we make the proper adjustments. Amen. Because God's word, and the reason is because I read the parable that Jesus, one of the words I shared, and he said that a wise man would build his house on, what, on the rock. On the rock, yeah. That when the rain will come and then the storms mm. and then the wind the house will, will stand. stand but a foolish man mm -hmm. will build on sand what is sand it's called humanistic philosophies, philosophies it's called ideas of man if you build your home on humanistic philosophies if you build your home on the ideas so somebody said what grandma said is what you know some sometimes the bible refers to some of these things as old, old wives, wives fables. fables if you build on those ones mm. i'm telling you when the storms will come mm. when the rain will fall mm -hmm. and when the winds will blow mm -hmm. the house will fall. will fall and the bible says and great will be the fall notice this the bible did not say if the when. rain will come when. if it said when Meaning is a question of time. Even those who have endeavored to live their lives according to God's word will still face challenges. That's true. They'll face issues. That's true. There'll be times of problems. Mm -hmm. But because you are standing on God's word, the problems will not be strong enough mm -hmm. to destroy your home. Hallelujah. That is why the word of God must be the foundation. 
For example, now, I, I just want to ask this question. For example, the, the, the question is that if my husband or if a, a spouse is saying, God is saying this. Yes. And the other, pa the other party now says, no, this is what I think. Yes. Now, it should, not, it, will, it should be based on what the Lord is saying. What Both of them, if they are believers. Yes. Now, there's a contention. One says, oh, I believe the Spirit of God told me this. And the other person said, no, I've not heard it. I don't think that is how it should be. This is how it should be. Yeah. How do they? That That's a very, very good question. Then it's time to pray. Amen. It's time to pray. It's not a time to insist on your own way. Mm -hmm. Do you love her? Do you love him? Mm. Then the Bible says, love is patient. It's kind. And love is kind. Mm -hmm. Love is not jealous. Mm -hmm. Love is not arrogant. Mm -hmm. Love is not rude. Amen. Love does not insist on his own way. The love of God does not insist on his own way. Look at even God in our work with him, in our relationship with him. Sometimes God is always patient with us. Yeah, patient with us for us to come into proper understanding. Mm -hmm. Patient with us to appreciate what he's trying to say to us. Amen. Patient with us so that we can embrace what he's saying. And in the same way, that is the way we should be. Because she's, by not agreeing, simply means that she's not ready yet. Uh, because she's not saying it. Mm. There's not a time to start to abuse her and say, hey, you this my wife. Why? Oh, you You're a very bad woman. Yo, oh. you this my husband. No, because the two of you are not at the same level. Maybe if somebody is hearing better than the other. Then be patient with him. That was what I, be I patient to ask that with. If we are not at the same level spiritually, so how do you resolve that issue? It because depends. On if, for example, is the man, mm. because if the man, and I must be very, very honest with you, these days it seems as if the women, the women. are, mm. you know, maybe because they spend more time, maybe because they have more time. Men are so busy with work. The woman seems to be growing much, much more, and men are just, uh, they're, they're cheering them on. <laughs> Praise they're God. The, they're in the grandstands, cheering on. But I must continue to encourage men too. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, so what yeah. do you do? Mm. Then the thing to do is not his prayers. Amen. Uh, be praying. Your, your prayer over your spouse is very powerful. Yes. Heaven Everything. regards it. Amen. Be praying for the man. Be praying for the woman. Mm. And I would recommend, especially Ephesians chapter 1, mm. from verse number 17, where Paul prayed and said that the God mm. of our Lord Jesus yeah. and the Father of glory will mm. grant unto you that spirit, spirit of, of wisdom, wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him mm. or the world, so that the eyes of your mm. understanding can be enlightened. So that you will know what is the hope of his calling. And what are the riches mm. of the glorious inheritance mm. that we have in him as saints of God. Amen. Be patient with him. Be patient with her. Mm. Be praying for him. Mm. Be praying for her. Mm. And uh, you know, then after a while, after probably you spend time praying, you spend time, you've been patient, take the idea back to him. Exactly. Take the idea Amen. back to her and say, my dear, because if you want to talk to her, say, oh, we need to talk. Come on, sit down. Uh, you know, you are not helping <laughs> you matters. You are not helping at all. You know, my dear, no. my darling, you know, I've been praying about this issue. Mm. 
And, uh, you know, and the more I pray about it, the more I have the conviction that this is the step that God wants us to take. Yes. You know, your manner of approach is also important. Uh, very, your manner of important. approach, especially when it's the woman talking to the man. Mm. Your manner of approach is important. And it doesn't excuse the man to. Yeah. Your manner of approach is also very important. Uh, the way you present it, especially if you've been praying. And if you've been praying, and if you believe God, God will have gone ahead of you to yes. further water the ground. Amen. There's something called the fallow ground. That's what mm -hmm. prayer does. Prayer will water our mm -hmm. fallow ground so that that which has been barren can start to Amen. produce again. So I would recommend if your wife or if your spouse is saying B, and you are saying A, you believe God is saying A, and they are saying B, number one thing is this. One, be patient. Be patient, yes. Be patient. Number two, continue to, to pray. pray. Mm -hmm. Continue to pray because... Don't forget that uh, you heard God. He or she did not hear God. Mm -hmm. And then in praying, God has the way of fine-tuning what you've heard. Amen. Well, I'll give a very good example of that. On the early, earlier years when God called my husband into ministry, to say, and he told him then we're in uh, Nigeria in the southern part, and God now told him that I'm sending you to Kano. Kano is the northern part of Nigeria. God yep. didn't speak to me. I spoke to, to my husband. So it was like, how does he, he was saying, how do I tell my wife this? And then it was like, you know, sometimes how we negotiate with God. And we think we are very smart in negotiating. We can't negotiate God. If we, you can't out-negotiate him. You can't out-negotiate him. Thank you. So it's like, okay, if my wife agrees, then we will go. No. But now, I didn't know anything was going on. But I, he was praying. He was yep. praying. So now when he came to me and said, oh, he believes God has called him into the ministry and then he's sending us to Kano. The first thing I asked him, I didn't say, what do you mean Kano? Because Kano at that time was very, and even still now is notorious. Kano was the occultic capital of West, of Africa. West Africa. Notorious for killing mm, Christians. Christians. In fact, at that time, Rehan Bonke could not hold a crusade. And mm. up to now, Kano remains the only city mm. that did it not have any crusade Amen. because of the mm. way that, uh, you know, Muslims revolted mm. and rioted and caused a lot of destruction. Amen. So it was really looking very bad. So and now God was saying, that is where I'm sending you to. If it was, if it was you, what would you say? God, you say, God are you sending us to our death? Exactly. Or so, can you send somebody else? You know, I, I can do this one. We start to negotiate our way. We, Try to negotiate with God. And God, if you, no, give it to somebody else. Maybe if you give me this one, I'll be so faithful. You can trust me, I'll be so faithful in that one. No, what God, once God has spoken, he won't listen to all those, all those talks. So when he, when he came to me, when my husband came to me and said, God is sending us to Canada, the first thing I asked him was, but we don't know anybody there. And when he, immediately I said that, within me I just had, but don't you know me? The Lord was asking, don't you know me? And for me, that settled it. Mm. That settled it. He had, I didn't, but now he was praying. So by the time he came to share it with me, my heart was prepared by God to receive his destiny, his vision for us. So prayer is very, very important, especially when one, per one person had and the other person is not, is not hearing or didn't hear that same word. 
so, so that they can be, God, God is not a God of disorder. He's or a God confusion. Of, of confusion. He's a God of unity. He's a God of, you know, he wants, he's a God of peace. And God of love. And too. God of love. Amen. I, and it might not even be the issue of just ministry. Yeah, maybe, not ministry. Maybe Other you want things. to purchase a house. Yeah. Maybe you want to. Or uh, you want to move to this place. Or you want maybe to take this the job. School for the children. The school or for the children. You want to Any, buy this car. Yes. Or don't just show up with the car in front of you and say, I've got a car. And, the, and your spouse is like, ah, ah. But I thought we had a budget for this. This is not the time to buy a car. I said, well, I bought it. It's not. Oh, maybe I just, I, I wanted to surprise you. I wanted to surprise you, using that one as another excuse me, where you just wanted to surprise you. You wanted to, you know, to, to, get, uh, to satisfy yourself. No, in the, the, it's a, it's a, marriage is a partnership. We carry each other along. Partners share. in destiny. Partners in progress. Partners in progress. Partners with God, fulfilling one destiny. Well, that's, a, that's all we have for you today. And I believe you are blessed by this. Next time, we will come again with another interesting topic which we will discuss. And please keep the questions coming in. You can, uh, in our website, there's a place where, you, where it says contact, write your questions and send it to us. And uh, I'm sure one of these days we'll get around to the question because we still have a quite a number of questions that we've not answered. Praise God. And please do not forget to like or share the videos on Amen. YouTube page. You can also send your questions in. And you can enjoy this series on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's on all those platforms. God bless you and thank you for listening. Bye for now. Bye-bye.